I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another... Oh, I missed the branding already. Uh. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Good good radish morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of your favorite daily morning podcast, where we talk about nerd culture as well as current events, and the good stuff, and only the good stuff. I am your uh, co-host this week, or anchor, rather, uh, Sean. And my, I am joined this morning by I'm Hoda Al Kotb. Roker. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Look, I'm all for the. I'm all for uh, our, our our very long running morning show. But um, you can say morning after that. Um, Good morning. Are you going to do that weird voice the entire episode? Because I'm going to not listen. I'll turn. I'll turn Sean off. He's got a voice. Oh, I, I mean, it's the voice only has to last to just welcome folks in as a false sense of comfort. And then we mm-hmm. really get dirty with it. You nope. sound like Mr. Beast thumbnail looks. <laughs> <laughs> I also look like Mr. Beast. Oh, looks. <laughs> uh, I, I saw a Mr. Beast uh, thumbnail for the first time the other day. Was it because you weren't logged into YouTube? Yeah, well, I laughed for a good 20 minutes because it was the one where he he gave hearing to 5,000 people like freaking Jesus. And it's literally a thumbnail of him with his arm on a boy who's crying. Like he, and it's not like actual tears. He went in and illustrated tears on the (laughs) child. And that is, that's the most, that's that's, kind of fucked up. It is beyond parody. They get the most views. Like somebody posted like, these are demonstrably the best thumbnails on YouTube because these get the most attention. So yeah, he's playing the game. He's yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's the the male Taylor Swift, which we'll be talking about today on this episode of Good Morning Radish. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Uh, along with some hot celebrity goss, we're going to be talking about uh, a art application. I think, if not a um, special kind of uh, painting extreme sport. Um, we're also going to be talking about. Uh, we've got a special movie review from Tyler, our resident yep, movie critic. I am. A, I am. I, I have a Twitter account which qualifies me to be a movie critic. So um, I, I have a, a special movie critic segment for you guys today. You guys Can't think Tar was humorless? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't understand that movie. If it was a good movie, why did they put a bad person in it? Yeah. <laughs> Why did the I movies explicitly why. say we support Lydia Tarr and her endeavors? I don't know if I agree with a movie where there's a bad person in it. It's just like, what are the writers trying to say? That's why I like yeah. Joker. <laughs> That's why I like Ted Lasso, where everyone's <laughs> nice to each other, except that mean rival coach, I think. Any from case, the rich kids camp. <laughs> from the rich kids camp, because you could tell that they're, they're rich because all of their jerseys are like black and silver. And really cool and slick. My dad is John Soccer. <laughs> he built this camp. <laughs> oh, uh, name's boy. not football. His name, yeah, not football. That's where soccer came from. Um, and I'll be uh, bringing some delightful recipes for some upcoming. Well, spring is already here, and I've got some favorite spring cocktail and drink recipes that I'll be sharing with everyone uh, for you to try at home. Uh, if I can move my camera to my kitchen, I would, but I cannot. So mm. we'll just have to all use our imagination. And uh, finally, we'll be talking about a, a morning show legend, uh, an anchor by the name of J. Fred Muggs. And I'll be telling you the story all about that later this show. But for now, let's move on to some hot celebrity gossip. Hey, Top hey. of the list, uh, pop starlet Taylor Swift, who's currently on tour right now, is uh, I love a spotted... Her. With a, a new bow. Whoa. His name is Hat Mealy. No. Hat Meal. <laughs> no. He, it's, it's the 1975's Ratman frontman, Matt Healy. They have been spotted Ooh. together in Nashville. And um, I'm not sure what this means. I guess a, a good album is on the way from the both of them. Wasn't that an AI picture? Was that was that <laughs> fake? Was it? I saw some. I saw somebody say it was an AI picture, and I don't know. I I don't. I don't. I feel like if you put in, 
Uh, what the kids with the computers nowadays are always making these funny images. Um, I feel like if you put in Taylor Swift and Matt Healy paparazzi photo, that's what you would get. I don't. I didn't. I couldn't see their hands to verify. It did look strange, but it's grainy enough and skinnamarinky enough that I think <laughs> it is real. You can't see Matt Healy in the car, but you can see a woman who looks like Taylor Swift and like maybe the skinnamarink monster in the background. Maybe the skinnamarink monster is the new bow. Maybe. I'd be so uh, jealous. Uh, producers are saying it's AI. Um, articles I'm finding are saying it's real. I don't know. Huffington Post says maybe. Huffington I Post. When when have we read an article by the Huffington? Like when when have they late last been relevant? On Good Morning Radish. Oh, Good Morning. I'm, I'm saying Daily Mail's reporting it as as legit, but maybe look what the computers th- have the done Daily to our Mail? wholesome talk show. Truly, <laughs> on uh, tomorrow morning's Good Morning Radish, we'll be doing an AI Good morning. talk show, but that's for the next morning. In any case, <laughs> moving on to more news uh, to make you feel. Do y'all remember the 2010s, the early 2010s? All the celebrities, oh, great years, and internet gossip. Do you remember Honey Boo Boo? Yes, we all remember Honey yes. Boo Boo. Of course, she's about to graduate high school. Okay, America's Malala. <laughs> am, am I allowed to ask this? Is she graduating on time? Yes. Because we were in high school, I feel like, when Honey Boo Boo was, like, having her comeuppance. Uh, and, you know, just throwing this out there, Will and I are turning 30 by the time this episode comes out. And now she's just, this This seems ridiculous. Like, I, I feel years. like there's, there's. Yeah, she was, like, six or seven when, like, everyone became aware of Honey Boo Boo. So that's 18. Yeah. Oh. My she's math is not on time great. Pilot. I'm the sports guy. On good morning, <laughs> <laughs> Wills are Steve I, I'm, ashamed. I'm I'm the math guy of this morning show, so I should have gotten this right. But uh, congratulations to Elena. I hope uh, great things for your future endeavors. What about y'all? She's the best. Yeah. Did um, we graduate high school? Uh, or do we congratulate yeah. Honey Boo Boo? Oh, both. Uh, n- no to, to to both. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. No to both. Didn't graduate, and I wish Honey Boo Boo. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I wish I wish Helena the best. I wish Honey Boo Boo can go to hell. I recognize kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see? Uh, I'm not. I'm not condoning the Kentucky Derby because I know there was like a, like a hundred horses died this year. Um, yeah. Not from race Kentucky injuries. Construction Derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one horse jumped so many buses, though. <laughs> <laughs> this year in the Kentucky Derby, it's Grave Digger. <laughs> um, they had Steve Kornacki at the Kentucky Derby like it was election night in front of the map. Oh. <laughs> it was just like, in front of a map of what the track in front of like a full like yeah like a full like whiteboard like he always is. And I was like, that man just loves to stand in front of a board and give percentages. <laughs> That's his whole job. <laughs> That's all he does. That's all they NBC brings him in for. And he does great. He's not. He he looks equally like praised in every every instance. Like every night's election night to him, he's always has like his <laughs> hair messed up and his shirts unbuttoned down to his navel. My celebrity goss is Steve Kornacki <laughs> showing up at any event. <laughs> I don't even know who won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the horses that didn't compete. Oh, won. yeah, good point. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, competitive races in the South. <laughs> this one took place in Kansas, so not necessarily the South. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, uh, very rarely does cool news come out about NASCAR. Um, last year, it was the um, the guy who rode the wall and just slung shot around it because um, yeah. he remembered back in the day in, like, 2006, he could do it on a GameCube. Sebulba did that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, it was after the race. People were tense. Things were heated. And um, one guy came out in, into the pit and uh, started pushing the other guy. And uh, the guy who was being pushed turned around and just cold cocked him. The cleanest connect I have ever seen in, in a punch. Just absolutely connected. And the best part is the the uh, the aggravated party, the guy coming in and inciting this fight, had the darkiest bolt cut 
I have ever seen just put a bowl on his head, full man dark, and just got just cold cocked. It was like uh, I was watching uh, the the Three Stooges. Uh, all he had to do was put his his finger or his hand up in between his eyes, and he he could have blocked that. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, who was the guy Jeez. that did the NAS the the GameCube NASCAR move? Was it the puncher? It was the puncher, Ross Chastain. Cool. Uh, Ross Chastain, the name of the guy. Oh. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolute legend. Producer Pre saying that their mom showed them this punch uh, from across the world. I won't dox Producer Pre, but not America. <laughs> it's a good punch. It is, it is a clean punch. Um, I, I definitely uh, recommend y'all look it up. Just do it on NAS- NASCAR. is like not coming out and saying, hey, we don't promote violence. They're like using this as like, hey, come in and watch next week's race. Look at this fucking punch. Uh, the only regret is uh, people jumped in immediately and didn't let the, the bull cut guy get, get his swing in. Yeah. You, you got to well, let someone retaliate. No, he should have gotten punched some more. He wasn't getting yeah, that. He too. walked up. He grabbed the guy. He started it. The guy, the the Ross Chastain said stop two or three times. Yeah. And when he didn't stop, he landed the cleanest hit in history. <laughs> they should have done this when Tony Stewart killed that guy. Like, tune in next week to see who he's going to run over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Tony did that. The Home Depot man. <laughs> and and now over. he is... He's a presenter. He's uh, on a lot of the races. Uh, Call him the race. He's still uh, pretty big. And I mean, it wasn't his fault. Obviously, people go look this up if 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 uh, or or don't. Um, but uh, wait for Ken Burns who, NASCAR. Let he who has not run over someone with a NASCAR cast the first stone. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't looked this up, um, he got into an altercation. And the guy got out of his car and was like shaking his fist at him or something. Was like, <laughs> yeah. "Darn you!" And Tony Stewart just didn't slow down and ran him over. Yeah, it was in the middle of the race. Yeah, he he couldn't. Have, he's going close to two hundred miles per hour. You, you you can't just stop. He did a dick you know? dastardly. Got out of his car and shook his fist and like <laughs> he definitely killed that guy. But also like it raises the question: Do you swerve? Like do you like what do you? Right. What's the safest thing to do? I know deer are supposed to accelerate. Is it? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cuz if, if you if you slow down, these are your helpful uh living out in the suburbs tips. But if you slow good down, morning. good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um your hood like goes downward and that gives the deer essentially a ramp to go through your windshield and cause more damage. But if you uh, hit dead on, um <laughs> then it's just like, you know, uh, team rocket blasts off into the Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You act it's more the front like, of the screen like Smash Bros. You act more like a cleaver than a wedge, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, you're pushing it. French fry. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you if if you if you if you see a deer, I hope you remember this podcast. If you hit the brakes or swerve, you're more likely to crash or get rear-ended. So mm. that's why deer cause so many car crashes is people try to dodge them, and interesting end up going in the trees and stuff. Yeah, learn something today. Yep, just gotta. So if you see a deer, speed up. <laughs> gotta get through it. Can't go around so it. Can't go under it. Gotta go through it. He's going fifteen to a neighborhood, and he's like, "I, honey, I have to floor it." <laughs> a podcast told me this. If you're listening to this uh, on your morning commute, and you Good see morning. a deer. Good, Good morning. morning. Um, Hit that you, shit. There you go. Help you out. Also. Uh, to segue from that, also to help on your morning commute, I have a few uh, delightful spring drinks uh, hey! to <laughs> really brighten these warm spring, late May. You know, we're in that time where summer's on the verge, but it's still kind of cool and rainy enough that we can enjoy the last little bits of cool weather. Um, so I've got a couple recipes that I'd like to present to you, and I'm doing this first because I'm nearly done with my first one in traditional morning show fashion. What I've got here is my newly mastered jalapeno margarita for those of you who like a little kick in your cocktails. And basically, I do it at 8 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it is 8 a.m. when we're recording this uh, somewhere. Good morning. And producer Pre can, uh, can confirm this for us. Um, but we are uh, basically the recipe. It is, uh, and I give it about two and a half ounces of tequila, an ounce of Cointreau, a half ounce of agave syrup, 
and an ounce and a half of fresh lime juice. Now, I know what you're thinking. I could just get that lime juice and the concentrate in the little green bottle. Those are so easy. No, I, I assure you, you're going to want to freshly squeeze your lime. It makes all the difference. If you go for I the concentrate every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twice on Saturdays. <laughs> it helps with, you know, the citrus in the morning. It really helps just kind of aliven the, the, the sinuses and really gets you going. Nothing like a spicy <laughs> margarita. Um, my, but you my want sinuses fresh really need to be alivened. Truly. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to fresh squeeze that lime. A lime will produce about an ounce and a half of lime juice already. So all you just need is one lime. Uh, squeeze that. Mix all your, your ingredients together. What I do is I take about a quarter of a, a jalapeno. Not a pickle jalapeno, but a fresh jalapeno. And I muddle it in the bottom of my cocktail glass. Not the, the glass so itself, it but real hard. It's real spicy. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't really present that much spice. It, it allows a bit of heat, which is quite nice. Mm. But it, it works really well to just kind of like liven things up. Live in La Vida Loca, you know? And while I'm muddling and mixing all the drinks, to, uh, all the uh, the liquids together, I've got my glass, my cold cocktail glass. And I've uh, taken one of the limes that I've squeezed out. I've lined the rim of the glass. And then I dip it into what you might see here on the rim is some nice tahine. If you guys haven't Ooh. had tahine, tahine is wonderful. It is not cinnamon. It's, <laughs> from what I could tell, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it looks like cinnamon. Um, it's like a lime and cayenne salt mixture it's delicious and it provides a nice little kick where the salt should be while providing the same kind of counteract to the tequila and the drink it's just wonderful this is my third in two days and i am just a massive fan if you can't tell by my t me talking about it so that's uh the uh, the jalapeno margarita i've got one more i'm gonna take a sip mm. what kind of tequila are you using I'm using a Blanco tequila, the brand of which I cannot remember right now. But oh, it's so it's not good. No, it's very good. It's just it's um it's like one of uh, Total Wine's most preferred and popular brands of tequilas, and I just picked it up. It comes in a bottle with a little cork cap. It's very neat. I keep it in my freezer. Uh, the next drink, a little more simple, much uh, easier. Uh, if you're not crazy about the spice. No worries. If you just want a cold beer on a, at the end of a spring day or, you know, right before a morning commute or as you're listening to the show, road soda. In the, in the car. Exactly. Yeah. Road soda. <laughs> what you're going to do. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> on the way to the air traffic control tower. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this because these two brands partnered together. And created this drink. I think it's made up. I think it's bullshit. But it's I still AI. make it every day. It's great. Mr. Beast and Costco. It's called. <laughs> we could rechange the name to that. Uh, but I, it's called a, a Spear and a Beer. And it's a collaboration between Grillo's Pickles and PBR. Pabst Blue. Yeah! <laughs> wow. It's this fantastic. Basically, basically, you pour... Uh, it's just, you know, one can of PBR poured into a frosty glass, frosty pint glass. It's, oh, it's necessary. It makes it so good. And then once you pour the beer, you drop the spear of pickle in there and you got a fun little treat at the end of your beer. And it like adds some nice little refreshing flavors of pickle and vinegar to your beer that pairs very well. You'd be surprised. And also, uh, the pickle tastes, uh, like a little bit like beer. It works nice. Hmm. Very refreshing like drink. It's like a pickleback, but for the world's most enjoyable beverage already. PBR. Exactly. Can't endorse them enough. They're fantastic drinks. What a cool what a cool working man's drink. Truly. Yeah. You should be buying if we could get a sponsorship from any uh food out there, it would be Grillo's Pickles. They are just fantastic. Their product is amazing and worth all the hype, and I, I want to get a Grillo's t shirt one day because they're they're just the best pickles. They are bar none the best pickles. I want Grillo's pickles and I want Pfizer. Those are the two I want on this podcast. <laughs> I assume makes yes. PBR. Yeah, <laughs> Pfizer I, <and> ribbon. <laughs> you were talking about tequila. For some reason, I just pictured every the only tequila that Kathy Lee and Hoda drink is the George Clooney one. Really? Oh, is that true? That's what I. That's that's the rumor I'm starting. If you can kill Emerald, I'm going to start <laughs> off just saying that all Kathy Lee Gifford drinks is George Clooney's tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Casamigos or something like that. George Clooney is Casamigos. You're nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Casamigos is good. 
I do enjoy a good Casamigos. I, I believe that. It's quite expensive, so I'd recommend just going for like a, a good, just a reliable $25 bottle of Blanca tequila for this one. Yeah, get Kirkland brand. Does the job. Casamigos. And it's not bad. The fixer. <laughs> um, this will so- fix your morning. I want to I want to bring a new a new segment to uh, Good Morning Radish. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to eat this. Um, so I uh, I found out recently I didn't know this, but if you have a Twitter account, then you are granted the ability to just be a movie critic. So I decided, you know what? Why don't I go ahead and try my uh, try my uh, hand at at uh, being a movie critic for Good Morning Radish. Good so morning. this Good morning. is Tyler, the Twitter movie critic. Um, I just watched recently uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the new film. It just came out on uh, digital. And uh, the one thing I really liked about that film is it, the, the title of the film delivers on the premise of the movie. It's got dungeons. It's got dragons. So for this segment, I want to uh, talk about the one qualifier that I have for films is that the title of the film has to describe what the movie's about. That determines whether or not the movie's an A plus or an F. So, I brought some movies, and I brought some reasons why they're A's and they're F minuses. So perfect. A plus, a man called Otto. <laughs> you know what you're gonna get. It's a, it's a, it's about a man called Otto. He's right. A plus, one hundred percent. You know what you're getting into when you're walking into the AMC. Uh, first F, I got Jungle Book. Not even. Well, it, it was kind of close. It was close with the first, the first part. It's in Isn't jungle. there a book at the beginning? They, no, no, no books. I, I oh. don't remember a book in this at all. Um, and even if there was a book, then Mowgli can't read. And can read it. Read. I, no. Yeah, exactly. F, Jungle Book. A plus, three b- billboards of Madison County. It's about three billboards. You, you, know, you're, you, you know what the movie is That is, is not the title about. of it. Tyler, not, those are two different movies. Two, you've combined two <laughs> movies into one movie. <laughs> two movies that would, would uh, I guess, What's get the three an A+. Plus. They both three passed Tyler Bechtel test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three billboards is short for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Ebbing, Missouri. What's the Madison County one? That one's just called Madison County. I believe oh. it's Bridges of. Both, oh, Bridges uh, of Madison both work. County. One's about billboards. One's about uh, Madison County. So both both A pluses <laughs> in my book. Uh, I meant to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm Tyler, the Twitter Madison movie County. critic. Like, Don't doubt me. A 1995 <laughs> Meryl Streep movie. <laughs> <laughs> A plus movie in my book, deep cut, deep cut. Um, next one, F minus Parasite. There are no bugs in this film, no bugs, no parasitic organisms, anything like that. It is about one family mooching off another family. I'd call it moochers because that's what the family, uh, that's what the movie's about. Um, a plus nope. American Sniper. <laughs> we, uh, you hear that? You know, we're we're about to get a, a movie about a sniper uh, from the best country in the world. Uh, and now I'm going to round this out with uh, three Fs in my book. These all came out pretty recently. Number one, the box office bomb licorice pizza. First of all, yuck. Um, second of all, there are no licorice or pizza, I think, in this film uh, that I remember. Um, but I would call this one farting around in 1970s Los Angeles. because <laughs> He's right. Nostalgic 1970s feel. You know, it's got the 1970s music going on around. Yeah. You're all hanging out in cool 1970s like places <laughs> like record shops and stuff like that. I'd call it farting yeah. around in 1970s Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, next F, everything everywhere all at once. What does that even mean? <laughs> um, I'd call it we're family no matter what. Because even though it was a mess of a film and a lot was going on, they were still a family in the end. I I think that better describes the movie. That would make it an A-plus in my book. Uh, Lastly, and and the biggest head-scratcher for me, Avatar Way of Water. What even is an Avatar? It's not about the cartoon. Um, I I would call this one Human in Alien Body, the beach episode. Uh, That that would describe this to a T and make it an A-plus in my book. So... Uh, those are the movies that I've watched recently. Uh, th- those are my reviews. Um, I definitely recommend um, Three Billboards and Madison County. Um, <laughs> that's definitely what I said earlier. So uh, that's Tyler, the Twitter movie critic. Extremely insightful. Thank you, Tyler. I- I'm excited to check out those movies. Okay, but please do. The ones you gave the A pluses to. There was a movie critic. There was a movie critic, a, a blue check mark on Twitter. And I'm not going to say who it was. It was Neil Brennan who said that <laughs> Parasite... <laughs> He was, that was that was his critique of Parasite. Was the, the 
<laughs> was there were no the, bu- uh, there were it was not about parasites it was how the the metaphor doesn't work and everyone was like what did you who do you, who do you, who do you think what do you who do you think it was like, <laughs> you watch take your Chappelle movie? show money and leave <laughs> um oh boy I love D&D I saw it last week if I could also get in on this uh it was a lot of fun uh one of the best movies based on a board game and I'm gonna I have a ranking here of all the movies based on board games and I'd like you to nice. to weigh in on this yeah. I mean first of all these are all A pluses and Tyler's books as far as we know well we'll see we'll, see. well maybe uh, Clue do you let do you rank it above do you rank Clue kind of the gold standard for there are for, clues in it there are <laughs> so I, I'd say so I think that pretty much just it should be it. called Clues yeah, <laughs> that would make it an A plus. <laughs> it gets a B for being called clue for being for under promising for, for, for just yeah just the one clue. Um, <laughs> one Tyler's gonna love is Battleship. Okay, there are those. They should call it Rihanna on a battleship, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got Ouija Origin of Evil. So, uh. Mm. I was a little disappointed at the end of Dungeons and Dragons that uh, Gloppy from Candyland didn't show up or mm-hmm. Mr. Monopoly or something. I guess maybe they're saving him for the larger Hasbro cinematic universe. Hasbro versus <laughs> versus Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Versus <laughs> Parker Brothers. It's got like 13 dead in drive. It's all. They <laughs> got Zack Snyder for it. Uh, no, I, I, I would rank it. Uh, I I have not seen Clue. That's my thing. Is I have I've, <gasps> I've, I hear it's great. Oh, I know, I know. That's your kind of movie, Will. I thought I might like it. So I'll watch Clue and report back. But I liked it more than Battleship. Um, but there wasn't a well. There was kind of a scene. Um, a big thing I'm a big sucker for is when the game pieces they write into the movie. Uh, like on Battleship, the alien bombs were the pegs from the movie game Battleship, and I was like, oh hell yes. Amazing. Inject that into my veins. Uh, at two different <laughs> points in the D&D movie, the, the battlefield they were on were different D&D boards. And I was like, ooh. I, I, know, I know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons I, I, other than the, uh, you know, the, the, na- you know, the names of the professions that you can get in the game. Uh, but this, the, the action, like the, the, the set pieces, the, uh, um, I'm gonna say it. The characters were uh, were, were fantastic oh! in this movie. Uh, yeah. So there was banter. I'm just glad good. that I'm just glad that everyone involved with Dungeons and Dragons was able to like find a time to get together and like play and like it really worked <laughs> out for them coordination wise. Because like that's I could see that being a big difficulty. And maybe I haven't seen the movie yet. That could be a big plot point. Um, because I can I can tell you every time I try to get a D and D group together, it it just turns out. Uh, poorly. It, the, the movie was supposed to come out in 2012, home. but they couldn't get Chris oh. Pine and uh, Fast and Furious Lady and Hugh Grant in the same. Michelle guy. Rodriguez. Sorry, Michelle Rodriguez. If you're listening, I know you're a big fan. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, uh, yeah, this is an open calling card to uh, DMs. Please, the the people from Radish want to want to do Dungeons and Dragons. Very poorly. Very. I mean, we want to play. Very bad. No, hold on. We so badly want to play. Yes. I'll say we're going to play the game poorly. Where that perplexed look I had earlier, I was trying to figure out whether the movie Jumanji came out first or the board game. And I think the it's movie the came out first. The I book. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was it was written by the same guy who did Zathura. Yes. And then they just made board game. Like, they made the book, they made the movie, and then the board game. Yes, because I also was debating that, whether they put that on the list. Got it. Because that's the one movie, that's the board game movie I think of, but I understand now. It's like a Bubba Gump situation. <laughs> yeah, the Bubba Gump board there game was, was the never book. as fun as the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Zathura, the Zathura was low-key a fantastic film, too. Uh, I, I don't know if, if y'all agree, but at least Josh Hutcherson was at peak little shit age. Like, oh, yeah. he just looked like the little, like... You, you couldn't have cast a more perfect uh, actor in that role. It's got it's got that day and age. The bed farter, Dax Shepard in it. It's got who oh, plays yeah. the, the cool babysitter that was meant Kristen Stewart. 
Kristen oh, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Sure enough. Star-studded cast. It has Tim Robbins as Jonah the dad. Bobo? Wow. Jonah Bobo. Bobo, Bobo. <laughs> Jonah Bobo. Directed by uh, John Favreau. Wow. wow. The Mandalorian himself. <laughs> Indeed. The Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> have y'all watched The Mandalorian this season? No. Yeah, I started it and I was like... <sighs> I saw a clip with Lizzo Decklaff that, that looked like a parody from the MTV Movie Awards, and I didn't watch the season. <laughs> it looked it like Jack AI and Lizzo. Lizzo was also in it. Yeah, I said Lizzo. I've heard either oh, it, you did, it betrays the entire uh, setup of the first two seasons, or it's the best season so far. Um, so I'm just not going to... I don't care anymore. I guess it depends on your opinion of keys and the sounds they make. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I uh, For the first time in a long time, in the past maybe year and a half, I've just fallen completely off both Marvel and Star Wars. Like, the only thing that's exciting to me with Marvel is Blade, because they just cast Mia Goth as the villain in the ro- in the, in the movie. And I'm like, oh, man. They, put, they pushed Goth. it back again, too. Well, writer's strike, which I support. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, but Get the writers what, what they need. Apparently um, they they made a first cut of it, and Mahershala Ali was like, "You're not putting this out." <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Well, I'm not surprised. I hope it's good because it's got Mahershala Ali. It's got Mia Goth. Blade is just a really. Co- I loved the the first few movies. So Wes Snipes is sitting on his big pile of tax free money right now, having a, having a good <laughs> laugh. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. Wesley yeah. under the table Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you have something to talk about with Picross? Oh my gosh. I thought I was going to do Dungeons and Dragons. And so I was like, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do this little thing. Um, I, have a, I have a delightful little morning puzzle for you. Oh, good oh. morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm very sorry. I thought, I thought my show and tell was going to be D&D. And I was like, oh, I'll just hop in on this little, this little bit here. And then I'm okay. Um, there's a game called Picross. <laughs> I've heard about it no. forever. Uh, I've, I I've heard the name. I've never played it. Ever. They make Is this a new not one every the, year. The cool profile picture app. That's Picrew. Picrew. Yeah, oh. this is Picross by Rick Ross. Um, oh. Picross is a is a puzzle game. It was on 3ds. It was on a bunch of consoles. There's a Pokemon one, I think. There's a bunch of different tie-ins. The ones on Switch are Picross S through Picross S8 is the recent most, most recent yeah, one that came out. Uh, they're like $10 on the switch store and they are the most brain massaging puzzles you can start your day with. Uh, you you get a grid and then each row in each column, it tells you, all right, you got a block of three blocks, a block of uh, five blocks and a block of two blocks. And we're not going to tell you how far apart space they are. And you have to use all the other, like a Sudoku to imply which, which blocks are filled in. And that's the whole puzzle. And it is. You finish one and you're like, you know what? I feel I feel mentally stimulated. I feel ready to start my day. I feel like I've had three Adderall. Let's do this. And nice. If you're wanting to get into Picross, they're just they're just the best. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Producer Pre has played through the the full hundred and fifty of Picross S in the past like week and a half. <laughs> Hell yeah, hardcore Picrosser. <laughs> Very cool. It seems like a game that Sean could get into, like yeah, uh, uh, the one Nintendo game that while we're all playing Tears of the Kingdom by the end of the week, Sean's going to be putting in some serious Picross time. I'm going to yeah. put in Picross hours or maybe playing Breath of the Wild or I don't know. What the New York Times crossword puzzle? Breath of the Wild? That'd be kind of cool. I'd eat it. Yeah. Unless they put too many seeds on it. Can't do a lot of seeds on bread. Oh, get those out of here. Coward. That's all the wild is, man. No, the seeds, the bread's here because of the seeds. I don't need the seeds to hang around. Unless there's sesame got, seeds on a bun. I got a whole bag of crackers this week that my sister gave to me. because She was like, there's too many seeds in these. And I got a free yeah. bag of crackers. And I don't care. Wow. Can't do the seedy crackers. It's it's like Ritz or Club <laughs> <CD> Crackers. <laughs> yeah. Sean's not a seedy character. Do you, yeah. do you like, do you eat seeds? Do you like peanuts and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and... Yeah, but like if they're all just kind of like clumped together on like a, a baked good, 
I'm not wild about it. And everything like bagel, straight I'll, I'll deal. And everything bagel, I'll eat. But if mm. it's like a, a loaf of bread with just like bird feet on it, I don't want it. Do you know what a bagel is? Yes. Like a little loaf of bread. <laughs> you would argue <laughs> right. that a bagel has more seeds. So you like, there's a ratio of seeds to bread that you enjoy because you like seeds. You like, like seeds, seeds on a bagel. You don't like seeds on bread. So there's a point right. in between bagel and bread where there becomes too much bread and not enough seeds. No, it's it's not too much bread, not enough seeds. It It's too many different kinds of seeds. If you give me like poppy seed muffin, done. You give me a sesame seed bun with a cheeseburger, absolutely in. But you throw like, there's poppy seeds, there's sesame seeds, there's uh, the little black seeds, there's larger seeds, and they're just all just hanging we out. We learned they shot those two kinds of seeds. <laughs> yeah. Name me another seed that they put on things. I don't know. A secret third kind of seed. <laughs> Chia seeds. Um, that's it. If, if I see all those gathered around on a, a baked good, it's too much. Interesting. Keep it simple. All right, I well, get the same with smoothies. Keep the fruit separate. Just give me, a, you know, give me a strawberry. I don't need strawberries, blueberries, bananas, and spinach. Get that. So out you're of a, you're a, so you want you want one kind of fruit. Or you want one kind of fruit in your in your smoothie. So you're a pureist. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Can't believe I haven't used that joke. I don't even like smoothies all that much. I just rather eat the fruit. I don't need. What to- the hell's wrong with you? This is a fun Good Morning <laughs> like- episode. I'm s- I'm making yeah. hot takes. Hoda would Radish never do this. For. <laughs> <laughs> Hoda loves smoothies and seeds on her bread. I don't want to yes and myself into uh, giving people the wrong impression that you like seeds. Is that <laughs> that I like different kinds of seeds and smoothies? Is that branding that you carry with you every day? Is someone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to go. How into my unremarkable local is shop the rest like, of your persona? If if this is what sticks out. <laughs> Bland as shit. That's Sean. He didn't like seeds. <laughs> That's his thing. I remember this when I first heard the seeds. word pepita in 2017 and I got scared, but I learned to like them. <laughs> I learned. He's, he just swallows them. Uh, you know, holds his nose. It's like swallows them like a pill. That's how he eats his peanuts. We were all there when I took an edamame bean. It's not... Is it a seed? I don't know. But we got edamame at a ramen restaurant. I just ate the whole thing. I learned you weren't supposed <laughs> I to. About that. <laughs> the whole pot. I mean, it might be good for fi- like fibrous, but I was. Do it. I lived. <laughs> it didn't a little edamame didn't grow in your stomach? No, as far as I know. We we were like halfway through the meal, and 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 producer Peyton was just like, "Are you eating the wrappers?" <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I know not to eat a peanut, but like the whole, I'm used to snap peas. Like snap peas are look, that's what it looked like. So I just ate the whole thing and I got like a little crunchy, like flavored seed along with a lot of just what tastes like grass and fiber. (laughs) They're for sucking. (laughs) They are. They are. We don't suck seeds. Anyways. (laughs) Oh, wait, no. Hoda does say that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Succession's about is succeeding. All right, gonna move on. <laughs> gonna Workshop tell y'all that one. Yep, gonna bring <laughs> that back. Sucking seed. <laughs> Speaking of sucking seed, saw your mom last uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on to a little piece of morning show trivia that sound like I'm making morning. it up. Good morning. Um, <laughs> but we're not. And if you're uh, like me and you've been watching NBC uh, Today Show. For too long, uh, you know, whatever. You probably know this story. But basically, it's about a special anchor named J. Fred Muggs, who uh, was a co-host on the show between 1953 and 1957. Great years. Great years. This was the time when the Today Show was less about, like, morning news and DIY and, well, we're good morning. Uh, what we're doing here on the Good Radish Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it was more kind of like it was early morning television show was kind of it was meant to be entertainment for children so they'd have games they'd have story time they yeah it still is um (laughs) i enjoyed it as a child in the 2000s partly um and you know they had uh uh like 
some current events here and there, but basically NBC was just trying to like put out like a daily, like not really Sesame Street, but just kind of daily early morning show for families and children alike. And uh, in 1953, a uh, man named Dave Garraway auditioned with a with J. Fred Muggs, the titular uh, character, or you know. I'm just going to say, he was a chimpanzee. It was uh, a chimpanzee that auditioned for the Today Show, and the NBC executives absolutely loved him. And so what they did is they hired J. Fred Muggs, Freddie Muggs, I don't know what you want to call him. Mr. Um, Muggs. They hired Muggs, Muggs. Muggs. Sorry, they hired Mr. Muggs to play alongside Mr. Garraway. Uh, kind of to do comedy routines, uh, just like playing along with each other to entertain children and viewers alike. Uh, it's reported that uh, Muggs had, quote, a wardrobe of 450 outfits, and he played piano. He was dripped out. How well. But just amazing, extremely talented chimpanzee. Um, he could but play, it did get to the point. He could request anything, and he could play it. Yeah, it just it was a chimpanzee savant. That may not be true. But it got to the point where the chimpanzee toured internationally to promote NBC television, which I don't know why. I don't think NBC airs anywhere else, but whatever. Um, he was the most popular American in the 50s in Japan behind Marilyn Monroe. He was such a celebrity nationally they dated for internationally. A little while. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I haven't seen Blonde yet, so I don't know if that if that's true. Um, but it, it came to the point where like he made the network hundreds of millions of dollars because NBC, the Today Show was kind of floundering. They weren't really pulling viewers, but when they added a chimpanzee, it really took off for them, and it you know allowed them to be become one of you know a morning show that we know and uh, some of us that love today. Um, <laughs> it got to the point though that Garraway, Muggs' co-host. Uh, developed a resentment of J. Fred Muggs uh, to the point of where he started drugging him with Benzedrine so that the chimpanzee would act out on uh, during like tapings or live television. Um, and it, it basically uh, it got to the point where there was this one stunt where Garraway uh, presented uh, Freddie with a, a choice between renewing his contract with NBC by signing an X where his name should go or eating a banana. You want to, you want to guess what Muggsy did there? Banana. <laughs> he signed the contract. <gasps> <laughs> he went with the contract. Apparently J Fred Muggs hated bananas, <laughs> which Garraway as his co-host should have realized, but he did not. Um, but basically it got to the point where, you know, we've all seen Nope chimpanzees can get a little unpredictable they can you know they can hurt people and mugsy didn't maul anyone but he did bite garraway once and i think he nipped a uh a comedian guest um and so they had to you know end his contract and they replaced him with another chimpanzee named kokomo jr um of which nothing is known. <laughs> that's an amazing name yeah that's an incredible <laughs> name for anything <laughs> um it's like a, a beach boys children band um but basically you know kokomo he also junior. got booted about kokomo jr Please. um he got booted in 1958 and since then today's show has uh, taken on no more animal co-hosts or chimpanzees or anything like that um and here is the most Shocking fact, which has yet to be proven otherwise. This the article where I got a lot of this info from was published in 2018, um, and I also read Wikipedia, which has been updated. Um, J. Fred Muggs is still alive. What? Damn. You know, when he was fired, he went and served in the Vietnam War. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Early. <laughs> he got hired in 1958. <laughs> they sent him over their first wave. <laughs> but no, J. Fred Muggs is reportedly. No one has said otherwise. He is still alive. He, uh, his trainer, whose name I did not write down, um, basically just took him home, I think back to Florida, and he has a little cabin where he lives, has a little house. Uh, he has a girlfriend who, if you look at pictures of mugs, um, she, what is her name? It's like Phoebe BB, something like that, but it's a little tiny chimpanzee. They live together, and to this day, yeah, Phoebe BB. Um, they 
still together to this day, alive, living in Florida. Apparently, chimpanzees can live up to 70 years old. And, you know, I think he's now, what, 72? 71? Um, so. Are they going to bring him <laughs> on your last today show? Uh, I sure... <laughs> I hope so. This is hundred year old. Even monkey. better. <laughs> even better. They they put his face on a smucker's jar in about thirty years and like happy hundred first birthday to J. Fred Muggs. Willard Scott Willard has Scott to get it out. It anymore. It's gonna be AI Willard Scott. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's the story of J. Fred Muggs, uh one of America's greatest uh, most legendary uh, morning show anchors. Um, and so basically, with the time we have left, uh, not to, to bite into Tyler's question, but I want to know, if we did have, you know, if Fox and Friends wanted to bring on an animal friend, like well, a tiger, Fox. or a, uh, <laughs> that would also be good. Uh, or <laughs> if there were another show that you could really, they could pair with a uh, an animal friend to like really boost the ratings. What do y'all think? What animal would you want to see on your morning television? I have it. I want to see an episode of the 700 Club with 700 geese. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go by ABC Family Freeform, whatever they're calling it, and see uh, whatever the guy's (laughs) name on 700 Club is. I don't know. Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson and 700 geese. (laughs) Each of them screeching louder than the last. <laughs> Just imagine like, the one of those, like <laughs> the videos are like one of those like turkey huts when a guy could just go and like they all like chorus back to him. Just like Pat Robertson trying to speak and you just hear, I'm not going to do a goose. I can't do a goose impression. <laughs> There's a goose. There's a goose. <laughs> I hate Clearly a goose. <laughs> I give Honk. the finger to every Honk. goose I see. Uh, that's like more like a sea lion. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you make uh, the banjo kazooie noise. <laughs> nope, can't do it. This is Tyler, Honk. what's your goose sound like? Um, Honk. Honk. Goose. Pretty good. It's a jam band. Do you know that uh, that uh, the orangutan you were talking about went to Willie B's funeral? Really? Did he really? Of course not. Willie B didn't have a funeral. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is the saddest thing ever. You didn't even answer the question. You just gave us a sad story. <laughs> you just gave a sad answer. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, what's the most believable thing that this orangutan could have done? Willie B's funeral. Wasn't even orangutan. <laughs> Chimp. <laughs> they don't discriminate. It was a chimpanzee. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Willie B had a. Wait on a second. Willie, I Willie think B he had, had a memorial here. service with five thousand people in attendance. Yeah, <laughs> including J. Fred Muggs. He's right there. <laughs> Willie B didn't have a funeral. He had a better, better funeral than you're going to have. <laughs> You're absolutely right. More people You'll cared. You'll be forgotten in, t- in several <laughs> generations, but Willie B will be remembered forever. Funnily enough, I, I, thinking ahead, bought the plot next to Willie B. So, <laughs> joke's on you. That was for his wife. <laughs> I know. They're offering a lot of money. Where that, is he uh, buried? Am, I'm not. All right. Radish heist. <laughs> Steal the body of Willie B. Where's Willie B buried? (laughs) Oh, okay. His remains were cremated, and 80% of his remains were kept in a bronze box in the bronze statue of Atlanta, and the other 20% were flown back to the African jungle. Do you mean Willie B is in that statue that every child in Atlanta has climbed on and taken a picture with? (laughs) His ashes are. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) He's in there? Amazing. It's like, it's a Willie B urn. Wow. If you hold a banana up to it, you can hear a soft pounding on the inside of the vessel. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger. Oi. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for us this morning. Uh, we hope Good we've uh, 
created a good morning, a uh, a great space for you to begin your day peacefully and uh, insightfully, uh, and being mindful throughout the day of all the things that we have spoken about today. I have been uh, your host, Sean. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Sean from Radish and uh, Sean M. Barry uh, nearly everywhere else. Uh, I've been Will from Radish on Twitter. Uh, one of my sister's first memories when she was two years old is my grandmother telling her that Abraham Lincoln was buried alive. And when they, when they exhumed his body to move it, there were claw marks on the inside of the casket. It's 100% true. That is 100% true. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln tried to claw his way out of the grave. That's the first memory she has. The bullet missed. Uh, it absolutely just, just grazed, <laughs> grazed his head. You know that hat went flying, though. Uh, yeah, it did. That's why they thought he was dead. <laughs> that hat flew too far for him not off. to be dead. <laughs> That's where the brain is. It was. It wasn't. <laughs> they didn't check. They weren't good at medicine back then. <laughs> he fell asleep during a play, and they shot the hat off, and everyone was like, "He's dead." <laughs> no, you ever tried no, to picture no, our American cousin? I would have also fallen asleep. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Mojo Jojo style, takes the hat off, and it's just a brain. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's, that's where great. he had the grand idea um, in the Civil War. Everyone else was like, keep fighting. And him with his big <laughs> brain was like, we should end this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, you can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Um, if you're listening on, uh, on uh, you know, on your morning commute, good, good morning. morning. Um, you should definitely uh, go subscribe to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Radish Pod to catch us do this live every Monday night. Um, and then also our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at radish pod, uh, to watch the recordings of this. If you can't catch us on uh, Monday nights. Mm. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, do you say good morning at the end of the show? Or is it good night now? Is it night? Is it nine o'clock? Oh no. shit. It is nine oh one PM. Man, we've been going around for a lot of this. <laughs> Time flies with a spear and a beer. Truly. Or a spicy jalapeno margarita. Or that. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. Should I really be?